0: All right, welcome everybody to the final car cast of the regular season, and barring a miracle of epic proportions, probably the last car cast of the year because mm-hmm. Sean does not travel with me to the Ticket Studios in Dallas for the road games. And I will be in California, and he will actually games. be at the game, <laughs> so we won't FaceTime or Skype the car cast because we're not driving together. It defeats the whole purpose of a car cast. Yeah. So this is it, unless near impossible happens and that's not just the stars winning three games in California that can be done yeah it won't be easy because San Jose LA and Anaheim are all potential playoff teams I think the Sharks are pretty much locked in Mm -hmm. and the Kings or Ducks will definitely be in and maybe both by the way got to become a Colorado Avalanche fan yes tomorrow And then a Washington Capitals fan on Monday night in St. Louis, no less. It doesn't
1: hurt to be a a Colorado Avalanche fan for the rest of the season because for the Stars to get in, um, the only scenario that works is Colorado has to get in, too. Yeah, it's Colorado has to get in, and not just do they have to get
0: in, but they have to win two games that are most important. Yes. They have to beat the Ducks, and they have to beat the Blues on the last game of the season. Mm -hmm. And, of course, then the Ducks and Blues can't win any other games. Yes. But that's... Neither here nor there, Sean. Tonight was an entertaining home finale, fan appreciation night, and very fitting on several fronts of Mike Madano coming to drop the ceremonial first puck, the reunion guest to finish off the 25th anniversary celebration. You couldn't have had a more appropriate uh, former Dallas star on the last
1: game of this season-long celebration. Yeah, I think it was the... uh it's the first time Mike's been back in a little while, at least. Um, he, it has you know, been a little bit, hasn't yeah, it? it's been a little while. He uh, Obviously, there was... Um, I talked to him a little bit today, actually, and uh, I know there's a bit of a belief and a uh, narrative out there that there's a rift between him and the organization. Um, he said that that's wholly false, um, essentially team couldn't have a full-time employee living in Arizona. Right. And he wanted to live in Arizona. His wife
0: is was getting back in the professional golfers tour, mm-hmm. right? The LPGA yep. and and so that was the the base that they wanted to set up and you yep. can't have somebody available for Meet and greets and uh, corporate sponsorship meetings when you don't live in the same city as the office.
1: I also did not get right. a. Yeah, Is that yeah, fair? Yeah, that's fair. And I also and I also didn't. He didn't give me the complete reason, and I decided I respected this on on um, the reason he was not at the Erie retirement ceremony. He was a he was a big absence, and it was, it was very it, noticed it, by a lot. It was of people. a big absence, and uh, I asked him about that, and he said it was a there was a there was a family uh, thing that arose. And with the way it was kind of said, I kind of left it at that out of just. Meaning reason. he didn't really want to divulge more yes. about the reasoning, yes. he just that I couldn't make it. Yes.
0: And uh, I would imagine, considering that they played together for so long and won a cup together, that. It's not for lack of a relationship. I don't,
1: I don't think it was like a neighbor's birthday party or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's was think probably it was, something I,
0: more serious. Yes, so... Because, well, I was just saying that I'm pretty sure that he and Gary are on good terms. Yes, yes. I yes. don't think that's a
1: problem From my understanding, they are. Um, as far as I know. Okay. And then the game itself, Stars win 4-1. to Jason Spezza scores for the first time in 30 games. 30 games for him. Um, yep. He obviously had some injuries in between there. 29-game so, gold droughts. And then he scores the first. He scores his first even-strength goal in forty-five games. I didn't think about that. Yeah. First even-strength. I was just strength- thinking about last goal period. Yeah, first even-strength goal in forty-five games. Boy, well, yeah, um, he had
0: a great chance in Minnesota on Thursday. Oh yeah, on the, poke the check, diving right? poke check by Dubnik. and then Jamel had the open net blocked mm-hmm. by I think it was Olofsson? Yes,
1: who ended up leaving that game injured. But that's yeah. I digress. Mm-hmm. So um, Spasov scores, gives him one nothing lead in the first period. Um, John Klingberg scores his first goal in 23 games. Yep. Um, and uh, a little different scenario, yes. though. John John is not. It's, John's been racking up yeah. points a little bit slower lately,
0: but he, although he said he's hit the post yeah. a lot, he also is the setup guy. Yeah. And he's the one that's firing shots for Tippins, not just blasting it down low for goals. Yeah. But good. But for, he, he still said that he would like to have had more goals than eight. Yes. Which is what he had tonight. If you had a chance to have something else. Yeah. Dancing okay. Easter eggs on the, the LED screen there. Interesting. Um, by the way, if in case you're wondering what we're talking about, it looked like there were uh, eggs with legs, you know, little cartoon eggs. Egg hopping, legs. Hopping up and down. Yeah, leg eggs. Egg legs. I don't think that's it. Whatever. Eggs with legs. Eggs with legs. Anyway, little egg people. That were hopping, hopping, up and, up and on, hopping up and down. Hopping up and down on the side of a building on their, like, LED screen or yeah. I don't, I, I don't know if LED is the right word because that didn't look
1: like great resolution. No, it did not. Maybe uh, LCD, liquid like crystal display. <laughs> I don't know. I think LCD is better than LED. No, LED is better. Okay. You. Yep. Um, Stars score third goal. Go up three nothing. Um, Tyler Pitlick and Antoine. And no, then, sorry, Tyler Pickle and Fox Foxa combine transpose the twelve and the twenty one in my brain. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Tyler Pitlick and Radic Foxa combine. Um, the uh, good, nice, nice score check, um, shameless plug here, if you want to read more about their forechecking technique on the penalty kill, wrote all about that on Friday. Nice film room. Uh, yes, um, but uh, that pays off for the Stars. They go up 3 nothing, only to have the Wild get but that on That was the a board. huge play. Oh, yes, it was. Because we talked about going into the third period, mm-hmm.
0: if the Wild, who scored twice on the power play on three chances on Thursday, if they scored on that minute 45 carry over into the third. It's two to one. They have momentum. Now they only need one bounce to go their way to tie the game. And obviously the Fox goal gave them the breathing room that made the stars. It's clearly not panic. You could see it after the power play goal. It was just business as usual, which is not, that has not been the
1: reaction from the team over this last slump. Yeah. And then they do allow a goal on the power play. After that, Zach Parisi scores um, from on the on the tip play. Yep, yeah, from Granlund. Um, Granlund, Granlund, who's been very good lately against the Stars. Um, I know he had been in a bit of a slump before he scored the goal well the other night against Dallas. I think Minnesota's being a little hard on Granlund at times because yeah. I was looking at his numbers and it wasn't like he went ten games without a point.
0: He had, I think, he was struggling to find the net, but he had like five or six assists. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's hard. Still it's, 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 it's
1: hard for me to judge having not watched them. Right. I'm just going off. Kind of what they have said, boy, he's been slumping offensively. Yeah. So Stars get the three-one lead. They actually. It felt like one of those games we talked about when we we're walking back to the car, where 20, 30 games ago, where they got the lead and they shut it down, and then they get the final insurance marker, the four to one, where Tyler Sagan hits forty, becomes the third player since the franchise has relocated to Dallas to score forty in a season. Pretty cool that Madonna and, was in the house yes, for that. And uh, and the Stars keep their playoff hopes alive, albeit very, very Al- albeit slim. I'll be very slim. And, and I wrote this in my in my. Uh, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Just because you have your turn signal on doesn't mean that it's open. Yes, somebody
0: just tried to go into our lane not realizing we occupied the space that they were trying to go for. So a a quick honk set them in their place, and we are still in one piece. Yes. Which is a plus, and onward with our car
1: cast. And onward we go. Um, As I wrote um, tonight... What do you think? Was that the right length of horn? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, it was a good horn. Assertive, yet not angry? Yep. Right? I could I have, have left it
0: going for yep. a while and um, would have been unnecessarily
1: if, uh, The good thing we had dishes. was we, we had the right lane open, so if they were... there was an escape route. We had an escape route. If there was no <laughs> escape, route if, was no <laughs> no escape <laughs> route, if there was no escape route, I would have expected a little bit more of a panicky... Uh, or even more breaks, saying, yes. as much as I have the principled right
0: of way, yes. you're still going to hit me, so i yes. got to get out of the way. Yes. All right. so, we're on the same
1: page, Yes. Yeah. We're all on the same page. Um, let's go to the lightning round. <laughs> why go ahead. Not? Why not? Lightning round. Um, so we'll... Before somebody else tries to hit yeah. us. Um, has Esselindale has, has t- tailed off towards the end of the season, or have the others stepped up and made him look not as effective defensively? That's a question from Scott.
0: Wow. More serious than our usual. No, no. It's, okay, so, we can go goofy and serious. Yeah. We, have some, we have some goofy ones. Okay. Uh, I can't wait. But, um... We've had a little chat about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether he is just wearing down a little bit or if there's some concern about his health. Mm-hmm. I think there's something there health-wise. We've talked about that. Maybe he's fighting
1: a bit of an
0: injury I there. Think,
1: I think he's fighting something. It was some, I talked to Mark Mathot for a story the other day, and he, he wasn't speaking about Esselindel, so right. I'm not saying anything directly. But Mark Mathot brought something up about how Everyone's dealing with something at this time of year, and it's something that Mark Mathot has learned throughout his career. That this is what you deal with. This is what I'm. I think that's something you have to learn how to deal with as a player. How to play yeah. not at play yeah. at eighty or eighty-five yeah. percent or whatever, and not I, I at a hundred. And I think Essa's still learning that. Fair
0: enough. Um, right. That's because, that's my theory. Well, I remember after Dan Hamus played his one thousandth game, we asked him about you know a couple of things, memorable moments, and uh, I said, how many times have you played not feeling very good? He goes, a lot. Yeah. And I said, well, how many times have you played a game feeling great? He said, not very many. Yeah. And so I think that just shows you how punishing this sport is. is you play a lot of hockey games not feeling perfectly healthy and 100%.
1: Yeah, and I, I think we're, we, we all kind of forget that Esselin last year was his rookie season. Um, and you just assume he's more yeah. mature than that yeah. just because he's the way he plays, but it
0: hasn't been that long for him yet.
1: So I would uh, I think my theory is that he's just made some, probably not even a major injury, but he's still learning about how to be an effective player when his body's at eighty sure. percent or seventy five or yeah. whatever, yeah. And that's my theory on that. Um, bit of a goofy one from Holly. Um, which of which one of you would be better with a t shirt gun? Ooh. Um well I certainly would have plenty of enthusiasm.
0: I, I'm not saying you wouldn't, yeah. but I saw I saw a tweet, uh, the Stars pictures of Sagan with the t-shirt yeah. gun after. Of course he does. I don't think any player, Stars player wouldn't want to shoot the t-shirt gun if given the opportunity. Right? Yeah. I'm out there skating
1: around. I want the t-shirt gun. That'll yeah. be fun. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think about your shooting abilities? I think the key with the t-shirt cannon is a uh, is getting an equal. Equal opportunity. Uh,
0: yes. Aim. I don't like when you go to sporting events and whoever's operating said T-shirt gun ends up shooting it to the high price seats and not yes. spreading it out to the the people yes. sitting up in the nosebleeds. See, yes. so you, 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 not always. The, your, your range
1: is a factor. Yes. And obviously, so obviously, if you look at the AAC, I think there's. I think it'd be easier to get into the uh, into the upper deck if you went... Uh, obviously, there's the netting on the one end, so you can only... you got to be able to get up be, and over Yeah, that. That's tough. Yeah, You need more of a lob shot there anyway. High arc. I have
0: an astronomy degree, so there's some physics there that I'd like to proclaim as oh, ability. I don't know if that's going out of bounds,
1: but I don't know. Just because somebody knows the arc needed to put a ball in a basketball, hoop doesn't mean they can do it every time. George Costanza learned how to hit a home run. That's clearly real. <laughs> anyway, um, just physics. I think if uh, if there's anyone listening who owns a t-shirt gun, and would like to. I think it's uh, time for a shoot-off. Yeah, it's a shoot-off. I mean, we uh, target
0: practice could have
1: time to do this. Um, next question. All right, from on. From Scott back to hockey. Um, Honka looked great tonight. Quick feet, good puck movement at the offensive blue line. Has he has he been cut loose and allowed to fly? Um, hashtag freed Honka. Question mark. Again.
0: So, Hanka uh, was good and bad tonight. He wasn't yeah. just good. Remember, he got walked. He did. Uh, in the star zone, was it Niederreiter?
1: I uh, don't remember I... now.
0: Somebody got around him rather easily, and was that it, it was either Niederreiter or Grandland. I can't remember which. Yeah, it was one of them. Yeah. Or Zucker or something like that. It was a speed play, and he got beat. I'm not saying. Look, here's yeah. the thing. Everybody makes mistakes. We had a caller tonight, irate, that John Klingberg makes mistakes all the time. Wrong,
1: for saying that, but but well, you had someone angry about John Klingberg's game tonight. John, John Klingberg, who had wait, wait, I'm pausing. You had you had someone angry about John Klingberg's a guy game on tonight. The phone who said I don't understand
0: why you guys are giving John Klingberg so much love? He makes mistakes and costs games all the time. Again, to caller, sometimes our callers uh, maybe struggle with the alternative facts or something like that. But but on a more serious note, defensemen are closer to like John Klingberg. You're one of his best games of the year. He played very well. That's not the point. Point is, is that, I made my point. Though. I know. Fair enough. <laughs> that's not my point. My point is, is that every layer of defense, you can go farther back. For example, forwards can make more mistakes than defensemen because they have two lines of defense behind them. d and then goalies obviously have less margin for error. So you notice it more. Honka made a mistake, and it didn't end up in the back of the net. And so, but that's something. He needs to play more if he's going to be
1: a good player. What do you think of Lindell? Uh, I'll ask a question. Lindell and Honka as a pair I like the potential it has. It's interesting, uh, isn't it? It was a pairing that actually, I actually went and dug up a story. I wrote about that pairing in October of 2015. Huh. Um, when that was the Texas Stars pairing on opening night of that year. But they didn't play together that uh, That pairing only lasted about three weeks that season. Um, I think there's a lot of because, potential. What was it was Essa playing with Stephen Johns. Essa playing it? with Stephen Johns. Um, because uh, basically they play, started playing together on the penalty kill and they worked so well together on the penalty they kill. it's a good pairing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they played lot.
0: together, remember, earlier in the year. Yeah, Lindell it. and Johns were playing when Mathot went up to play
1: with Klingberg, yeah. and then right b- before he got hurt. Yeah. I like that pairing, I Lindell think, and the, Johns. I think there's a lot of potential with Lindell and Honka. Obviously, I like Lindell and Johns as well. Um, I thought tonight was interesting because it was one of those where so much it's kind of funny because so much of we talk a lot about Julius Honka and a lot of the people who... A lot of people are pushing for him to play, and they're not wrong. But we see a lot of people talk about his analytics, and we, they bring up his Corsi and everything like that, saying, "Hey, he's not getting a lot of playing time, but he's dominating yes. possessions." staff. tonight he had his second highest time on ice of the season. Um, going, his highest was 1750 back against Arizona in October. Um, second highest ice time of the season, and he had the worst Corsi four on the team. Uh, by a long shot, it was 18.75 for tonight. Which then merits the question, was it a bad game, or is it that analytics are not always the telltale I, I, story? And, beli- and, and my belief in this situation is it's the second one, because I watched him play, and I was happy with his performance. Yeah, I liked the looked, way he yeah. was in the—I uh, yeah. thought he, he distributed well,
0: I thought he skated well. Yeah. Uh, he made some mistakes, but he more often than not made the right play.
1: Yeah. Like I thought, I looked at, yes, there was a couple mistakes here and there, but I liked. I really liked He's what a I saw. there are going to be mistakes. I really liked what I saw, and I looked at it and I said, this is the game I want, this is the game and the opportunity I wanted to see in Game 35. I want to see
0: yeah. him do that more often yeah. and grow into the player. And you thought that when they traded Jamie Alexiak, that was going to open the door more for Honka to be a regular contributor, and it just hasn't panned out that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, next question is another Julius Honka one, which... <laughs> I, I don't have a I'm good answer one of them. If I, keep going. I, I don't have a good answer for it because it just says that what fancy stat best captures the impact of Julius Honka's murder face. Oh wow, I don't um, have a clue on that. I stuff, don't have. Uh, I? I, I, I just guess, wanted to uh, read that. On I, yeah, air. I guess glares per second or something like that. I
0: don't uh, know.
1: Angry grimace. Maybe gr- angry grimace. I don't like. Put it this way: it's not a stat we normally track. Correct. Um. From Dylan, pretty good one here. Favorite moment of the season at home and favorite on the road and then favorite overall? That's the kind of thing you have to think about for a while.
0: Yeah. Um. Man, so many games, so much fuzziness because of how many games bleed together. I mean, there were some really good home performances, and it's not just blowouts. Like, for example, blowing out the San Jose Sharks on New Year's Eve was great, but I don't think it was necessarily one of the most exciting games. I mean, Beating St. Louis to get into third place was a really exciting game. Beating Pittsburgh at home in a low-scoring game, but it was real hockey. You go,
1: oh, this really looks good. Um, I don't know. Any any particular home ones stand out to you? Uh, I mean, the one thing that stands out to me when I thought of this, when I saw this one, it's got not... got time to think about it. Yeah, well, yeah. Seconds. But it's it's not a... It wasn't even an on-ice thing. I think my favorite on-ice home moment at the moment that we'll see and remember in the long run is... I go back to opening night against Vegas, where the team goes and stands oh, behind. that was yeah, really cool. Yeah, where the yeah, team yeah. goes and stands behind Vegas after obviously the horrendous uh, shooting in Las the Vegas. In yeah. Las Vegas. Um, yeah, that was a really cool moment. Um, it so, wasn't cool watching
0: Bishop get, then get hurt and no, Aron Fleury not, stand yeah. on his head. But that was which, by the it, way, I want to cheer for Flurry. He's such a cool guy. He's so affable that if it wasn't for the fact that he plays for the Penguins before now, like direct competitor, like, yeah. I'm cheering for Marc-Andre Fleury in the playoffs if the Stars don't get it. Yeah.
1: Um, favorite moment on the road. Um, didn't give us a lot early. No, they didn't give us a lot they early. They got better. Um, and then they didn't give us a lot recently either. Yeah, really. they haven't won in their last eight on the road. Um, the That's tough. They went
0: into Chicago a couple times and won, which was cool, except that it wasn't against Corey
1: Crawford, who... Yeah. He's really the guy. I, I, have, I have one road moment in my mind that sticks out just because... What was that seven-goal game in Colorado? Oh, was on that, that, that was a good one. Um, I have one that sticks out in my mind that actually lost this game in the shootout. But one game that sticks out to me on the road just because it kind of signals what potentially could have been if Martin Hansel was healthy, which obviously is a big what-if. Yes. Stars have a penalty kill in overtime in Columbus. Full two-minute penalty where... Radek fox and Martin Hansel during the four-on three just keep switching back and forth yep. and it was one of those moments where I remember watching that and thinking like this was the type of one-two defensive punch that's what they were looking for it right. that, that could have been that could have been great if Hansel was actually able to stay healthy you can say what you want about Hansel's overall season and everything like that but the uh, I think that moment just kind of showed what could have been if a fully Martin Health fully, yeah, fully healthy Martin Hansel, boy, twelve and twenty-one. I know, yeah. yeah tongue tied. Tongue tied. If a fully healthy Martin Hansel uh, I can't was there, you attempted that one more time. I know. Yeah. Um, so that that's just kind of one. That's they lost that game in the shootout, but I remember that's one road memory that I remember watching. Think like this is something that could have really. It's been. funny, Sean.
0: I have the opposite. I have the goalie mentality in some sense, and I'm sure you can appreciate yeah. this. You remember the bad games sometimes better than the. The, the wins. like yeah, you know. sh- As a forward, you, f- yeah. you remember the, the goals you didn't score, the chances <laughs> missed. Yep. As a goalie, not the saves, but the ones that you let no. in. Because you're always thinking, what could I have done to make this yeah. save, or I should have done this. So, for example, the tough games in Winnipeg, mm-hmm. the uh, awful game against Boston just yeah. two weeks ago, those are the ones that really stand out to me. And I know that sounds a bit negative, but those are the ones that you think about, like you know. Sometimes everything wins; you gloss over yes. the errors.
1: Well, one of the one of the better road games actually was in Boston. The Sagan goal that was in a overtime good against yeah, Boston. That was a really good um, one.
0: I thought the comeback against Detroit after giving yeah. up a, a first shot goal yeah. was was good. Now Detroit's not the same team they used to be, but
1: yeah. Um, moving on. This one we actually kind of talked about before we got to the car. Where um, this is from Lisa Hitch said the boys played loose tonight, but it worked and was entertaining to watch. Um, I actually didn't... You and I were talking about it. I didn't think they actually played that loose tonight. I thought they played a better structured game. We thought they shut the game down.
0: I thought they, they really limited chances. I mean, I had... 17-12? Uh, to 17-13? I can't remember. It was something like that. It, was, it wasn't the lowest number they've given up, and maybe that's what Hitch is upset about. Now, we don't know exactly all the strategic details that they're doing because they don't tell us this, but, you know, far be it for me to, to debate... Uh, how his team plays with Ken Hitchcock, who's won over 800 games in his NHL career, but um, it seemed like this was the old Dallas Stars. I disagree. They, I, I, I
1: blatantly disagreed with him. I think it's—I think they played more solid tonight. I thought the structure was better. Yeah. Yeah. There were some moments where the speed of the Wild, but that's the way they play, yeah. caused some trouble. From Tyler, if you had to pick a Dallas Star, player, coach, management, whatever, to drive you both home while you did the car cast, who would you pick?
0: There's a couple answers here, I from mean, sheer
1: entertainment value to driving ability. Okay, so okay, hold on.
0: <laughs> if we're talking about to drive us home, use it for do you want to be entertained or do you want to get home safely?
1: Because, because if, if we, it's we, entertainment,
0: it's Radulov. Yes, um, and I think that's hands down. Now, can you understand what he's saying? Probably. I mean, his English is great. His but he English might, is great, but he also this might is, is us. Fired this up. is us.
1: The person who once told me that he didn't use a seatbelt until his son was born. So, yeah.
0: um, Carrie is a huge car guy. He, yeah. But I don't know if that means he's a safe driver. He just might be an aggressive... I mean, he's a guy that might be into car racing when his
1: hockey career is over. Or it could be a nicer car. Could be a nicer car. That's the other thing. Well, though.
0: it depends on which car. He's, yeah. He has a fleet. Yes, he does um, have a fleet. I want to go with Devin Shore. I feel like he would be a very responsible driver.
1: he be a responsible driver, and I think he, uh, he he's a good actor, would, too. I think he would follow the,
0: uh, the, the rules of the road well. I'm going to go with Devin Short. It's a good one. Yeah, I think I'll go with that one as well. Sure. I want to say, I feel like Tyler Pitlick would be a good driver. I don't know why. Yeah. Or Pattern. Yeah. I think so, Pattern. I, I, I tell you what, though, I'm, uh... I hesitate to pick a Finnish player because Finland has a really big racing culture, particularly rally racing. Mm-hmm. And while that might mean skilled driving, it also doesn't mean safe driving. Correct.
1: Um... From Josh, if you had to be stuck on a deserted island with one member of the stars, who would it be and why? Oh,
0: that's again, do you want entertainment value or do you want... Do you want to survive? I feel like Rajlov is, again, the one that does something weird and MacGyver-like. Probably. Might help you get off the island. Mm -hmm. Um, Mark Mathot seems to be the kind that would be a solid...
1: Seems both practical and entertaining. Yes.
0: uh, Very fun to talk to, so it wouldn't be bored, yet also probably has some good survival skills. We'll go with the thought. So, <laughs> or we could pick somebody who is the sacrificial lamb.
1: Yeah, um, let's see. From Chris, will uh, probably be her last one? You gotta ask. You gotta see if uh, Waddle sent us one because he yes. wanted to bring up something. I can bring it up. Okay, but from Chris, real quick, uh, and we'll do this one quickly. Obviously, this one, this is one we could dive in deeper. No, quick, no, but it's uh. Who is the second line center next season? And they said, "And from Chris, thanks for doing the car cast. Hopefully, it stays around for next season." And uh, Chris, thank you for listening. Thank you, Chris, and um, everyone else for listening. So, I'm um, well, glad is, you enjoy our little uh, carpool yeah. fun. Who is um, the second line center next season? Um, it depends on the definition of second yeah. line. Um, I, I think the hope is, in that, my mind, Radic Fox is already the second line center, but that's based off usage and right, and, and also and
0: importance. Is Fox? Uh, I mean, I think ultimately, Sean, that the stars, if Ken Hitchcock has his way, Martin Hansel is a second line center by definition. Mm-hmm. But he could easily be the fourth line center and then use a penalty kill and power play.
1: And I think that's the ideal usage for feel Hansel. Like
0: the stars are guys. missing a center right now. Yeah, they, they
1: are. They're missing. They're missing a. They're set, missing a second line scoring center. They're missing. They're missing what maybe Rupat Hintz can be turned into. Rupat. Sorry, Roke. Rope, I don't Rope, think sorry.
0: he can be, but I don't think. Oh, he's I'm
1: gonna, not saying for next season. I'm saying they're right. missing what he can turn into. Right. And uh, I,
0: I just don't see that for next year. I think the stars, personally, I, I don't believe that Jason Spezza will be on the Dallas Stars opening night roster next year. Uh, neither do I. But. I think that the the answer to the second-line center is not within, unless, and there's, this is the caveat here, it could be Matthias Janmark if the Stars were to get a couple of scoring wingers. One of them could be Val Nichushkin. Mm-hmm. He'll be back. I, we presume it's, it sort of seems that way. From all indications I've Janmark. gotten, he will be back. Right. Whether he is in the top six or not is a different question. Yes. We'll talk about that another time. but. Um, I could see a scenario where the Stars went out and got a couple of scoring wingers and then said, hey, Yanmark, you're going to be the the center to help balance this line. I mm-hmm. could see that.
1: Yeah. I...
0: I still like him in a wing role. Though.
1: I I don't think the center solution... I don't think the ideal center solution's in-house right now. No, That's I agree the, with that. And I think you have to take a look around and figure out how to work that. Um, you said you had one that you wanted to bring up? Yes, yeah, so, um...
0: We had the soft serve ice cream machine, a special treat downstairs in the media dining center before the game tonight. Um, And our buddy, our buddy in hockey and in television statistics, Brian Waddle, wanted me to talk about it on the CarCast because I it's you know it was was some (laughs) sort of vanilla frozen treat. I don't know technically ice cream or frozen yogurt. It tasted like ice cream. I went with the the rainbow sprinkles. Okay, there were other options. There was. Caramel sauce, chocolate sauce, uh, crumbled up Oreo, or, I don't know, chocolate sandwich cookies, if it was a generic, I don't know. Um, so I went with the sprinkles. Um, plain would have been fine, but I did that. Uh, I know you're a big fan of brownie first ice cream on top of it
1: yes brownie first ice cream on top and then uh some Or uh, the oreos too and then the oreo too i like yeah. that um but i went with the sprinkles and came over and kind of
0: made the joke to brian who was there hey look i went with sprinkles because winners get sprinkles he said if they win tonight or lose you should bring it up on the on the show i said well i don't know if i really want to talk about that on the radio he said no no, no on the car cast so your, your actual I, job uh, The more important one, the one that pays me nothing. I presumptively selected Sprinkles tonight. And so he said that either win or lose, it was going to be on me. So they won. So I correctly chose Sprinkles because winners get Sprinkles. That was the joke, right? It's from the old progressive car commercial, I believe. Mm -hmm. Maybe from somewhere before that. And so if they lost, it would be on me for... Uh, callously picking sprinkles before a result was determined. Yeah. So I got sprinkles tonight, Sean.
1: Well, oh. and in that case, if you had gotten sprinkles and they'd lost, you probably would have had to, next time there was a win, you would have had to turn down sprinkles to make even out all the sprinkle karma in the world.
0: <laughs> who knew I was going to be talking about sprinkle karma tonight? <laughs> I
1: think I just made that up. I think so, too. I was actually going in that realm,
0: with cosmic uh, deities of sprinkle karma. So. hmm we're on the same wavelength. We've been
1: doing enough car casts now. Yep. Well, everyone, this has been fun. Um, thank yeah. you for listening throughout the season. Thanks um, for helping us get home safely. We would love to. Uh, if if we're recording another one this year, that would this season. That, that would mean be, the stars make the that,
0: playoffs, which is just crazy to think.
1: Which would be wonderful if so. Um, it's likely not going to happen, but if it does, that'd be wonderful. Um, just be fun to cover. Um, if not, everyone, thank you for listening and. Uh, we'll uh maybe we'll uh do something closer i don't know could drive to the draft who knows (laughs) drive to the draft and do a
0: car cast from that or
1: maybe some
0: on location summer car cast in the golf cart oh yes definitely i don't know that may be our time yeah we'll see But thank you very much for listening i hope you enjoyed as much as we've had our silly time recording it